Welcome to Relationship Insurance, a podcast about dating, relationships, and everything between. Hosted by Drew. Kurt. And Dondre. The last episode was pretty deep, right? We got kind of heavy, a very multi-dimensional conversation that we had with Tan. But, you know, we're going to change things up a little bit today. Kind of get a little more, I guess, for sake, lack of a better term, pop culture-y. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and we're, want to call it. we're not trying to be TMZ, you know, we're not trying to get too shade much room. shade room or we're all star hip hop. But, you know, when when everything hits, you just have to, like, see if there's an angle you can discuss. So, um, you know, we have a few topics that we found. And the first is, is Drake. The certified lover boy. How do y'all feel about Drake, first off? I'm a little tired of, like, the heart-shaped thing in his head. Like, I know his barber's tired of it. I'm tired of it. You know, I can just imagine every week his barber's just like, oh, I'm going to do this again? Like, man, you know? No points for creativity? I'm like 10, 10, 10. Like, it was cool at first. Right. I liked it at first. Now it's just like, come on, bro, again? Mm, you want to see what, what you want to see like a like a valentine heart or like i don't know cupid arrow like what do you i don't want to see anything i just dropped the album <laughs> okay. i want to see <laughs> the album fair enough fair enough kurt yeah i i feel i feel the same way i feel like it the cut hits better if the album was like on the way like really on the way like we have a day it singles out like we know it's coming it's just like it's not just off in the distance somewhere. Drake as a person, I don't I don't mind him. I'm I'm not gonna be like I'm a stan, but you know, I like his music. I like the place he holds in culture. He's but he's he's just intriguing. Like I feel like he's one of these people that he knows his aura, like he knows the power of his aura and he, he uses it pretty well. And so and I, you have to at his level, obviously. So it's just it's interesting to watch that, watch him navigate the world. Um with that aura and like what he does with it. I think he's he's an interesting figure to me. He is, and he's had such a long run. I don't yeah. think we even talk about that enough. Um, you know, has some memorable songs to get you through your fields, um, the fields. But <laughs> without further ado, he was spotted at the Dodger Stadium. Um, he's captured by a helicopter reporter, Chris Christie. And he was having a private dinner along the third baseline. And he was accompanied by Johanna Lee. Is that how you pronounce it? Or Leha? She is the mother of 17-year-old basketball player Amari Bailey, um, to which he's been recently romantically linked. And some people are just thinking, like, maybe the empty stadium private dinner could be part of the filming for Drake's highly anticipated summer game sequel of Certified Lover Boy. What are our thoughts when you hear that? First of all, Drake, I like that setup, man. You set us up so well. I like that. That's good. <laughs> man. Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of think this is like a whole lot of cap, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> It just feels like, first of all, why would you take a woman to have dinner at a baseball field? 
it, maybe she's a baseball fan. Maybe she's a Dodgers fan. I don't know this woman. You know, we can only speculate. But it's it seems kind of tacky. Like, I feel like I wouldn't do something like that. Like, if I was Drake, we would have dinner, like, on the moon or something. You know what I mean? We'd, we'd hit Elon Musk up and, and just fly out there. You know what I mean? The dinner right on the moon. Not a stadium. It looked a little tacky. So that's why I feel like it just wasn't authentic. So it it could be, you know, that he was filming some stuff for a video or something. That's my take. On the moon, though? On the moon. Not Dodger oh. Stadium. Wow. Okay. <sighs> Gravitationally, I'm not sure about the moon. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I, I, like the, I like the Dodger Stadium thing. If it's something she's interested in and if it's something that he could do, why not do it? Now, like, the whole thing about, like, he was spotted and, like, he, you could even like see his face in the picture. He's he's like frustrated, like ah, they they found me here. But it's like, come on, like some of that could be cap. But I'm not mad at the Dodger Stadium, the empty stadium date overall because it's it's Drake. I feel like I feel like I I expect that from Drake. I, I feel like I don't know why he hasn't done it sooner. Actually, what do we think about though, like ambiance, like like energy, like. Cause I, I think he had like a private like chef or something that was picturing the thing, but or bartender I couldn't really tell. But like, should there be like like a private I don't know music or like ensemble or something yeah. choir? Like he's Drake. It just felt like they they snuck in to this thing and they took out a table. What do you think <laughs> about production? That's why I feel like it's so rehearsed or, or fake rather. Like it, it just doesn't, it doesn't, not to give Drake too much credit, but not to also like tear him down a bit. Cause you know, he's, he's been, you know, pegged as this, you know, romantic dude. He's got all the girls and stuff like that. It just looked a bit tacky to me. So I don't feel like the production level was there. I feel like any one of us could have done something a bit more romantic. So that's why I just feel like it just, it's not authentic to me. Shots. Shots at the head top. Busy, you know, respect don't believe Jersey. you. I don't want no we smoke. need more people. <laughs> <laughs> shots, shots at the head top. Wow. No, I, I hear you. I feel like sometimes I think that proves that it's not necessarily about like how much drip you're going for in the, the ambiance and idea, but how thoughtful you are. And who knows? Maybe she, she did have a great time. They had a great time. But I don't know. I think I would have probably like try to curate something more. But again, that's just one photo from what we saw. There could have been more. That could have been the beginning or the end. Who knows what actually occurred there? But from the photo, you know, it's Drake. You want to see something more. So. The down the downside is like if it is like an empty stadium, you're just hearing dead air <laughs> in the right in the stadium. It's like there's no music playing. Like you gotta have like a DJ or something like. Like put a, a playlist on, play the new album to, to her while she's there. I don't know. Like, That's a do something. Do yeah. you play? Do you play the Drake Essentials on Apple Music or not? not? The Drake That's, Essentials. Nah, 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 That's, okay, okay. That's tacky. That's tacky. <laughs> That's, tacky. Tacky. That's tacky. That's tacky. 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 I think it'd be yeah. cool to see which one she vibes with. Me and in the, the id. You know what I mean? Like God's plan. You know, it would be cool to see what she. <laughs> no. Nah, oh God. Nah. No. <laughs> If I'm Drake, I'm cringing through that whole thing. I'm just like, all right, somebody cut this out. (laughs) 
she takes the ox cord. Like, no. That's something Kanye would do. I can see Kanye doing something like that. <laughs> First day, playing all the hits. He's standing on the table. Like, like there's nobody here yet. It's just us. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Sunday service on on standby. Like, oh, you want to hear the real experience? I'm not here yet. Okay. So, so we think it's Cap. We're, we're, we are we voting cap? Not cap? Not sure. I vote cap. One hundred percent cap. Like, Kurt, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seventy percent cap. That's mm. high. That's high. Yeah, I'm gonna go cap too. I don't know. It's just it, it seems. It just seems odd that that it's just I don't know. Uh, Helicopter yeah. guy's name is Chris Christie. Come on, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Super fake. Stop it. Chris Christie? I mean, all the names he could have never met a Chris Christie in my life, yo. It, Come on. Yeah. I mean, Come he's on. got the verified check on his on his Twitter. I don't know. Because yeah. he's a helicopter guy for um a, a news station. Yeah, oh. he's real. He's a real guy. So he's just flying <laughs> over he's flying over the stadium and he's just like, oh snap, that's Drake. I'm gonna take a photo. It seems like a lot of things you could be doing. I don't know. It's, yo, that's Drake. I don't know. I would take a couple photos, yo. But I think there might be something to the connection there because he doesn't mind being potentially seen. So, yeah, I, I would say Cap. What about the other element that, like, this is, like, potentially a, a soon-to-be-famous athlete's mom. Hmm. If you're the kid, if you're, and I'm sure he's not a kid kid, but, like, if you're the son in that situation... How are you feeling? His mom is bad. I mean, let's just, let's just. I mean, he can't think that though. I mean, his, but, but his mom is, his mom is bad. Can we, I don't know. I don't think I'll yeah. commit that. She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's, she's really, yeah, yeah. she's really like attractive. Even him, the one where he's with uh, Michael B. Jordan and he's just like trying. He's trying not to look. Yeah, it's, like... just, it's, it's, she's bad. She's, yeah. she's a cat. So, it's hard barely you just understand that drake might bag your mom and take it to a a stadium for dinner (sighs) he's gonna be a certified lover boy certified lover's son i don't know like but i I feel like if you do that you could do that but don't pull up to the games yelling at the refs like i I don't need all that shine like if you're gonna date my mom date her but don't don't pull up to the games and like really no, I don't need you at the games. Come on. But it's Drake. It's Drake. I know it's Drake, but you already have LeBron there. Um, you already have whoever whoever else is in LeBron's crew. So it's like, hmm. it's a lot. But the, the, lot daps, the daps are important. When you dapping up with Drake and you doing a little huddle, like it's a little hit different. Like you Every game, sc- though? You want to score 50. I'm scoring 50 if I'm dapping Drake. I'm scoring 50. <laughs> our Amari our Bailey's teammates making fun of him because his mom is dating drake nah he's getting respect he's gonna respect i think so i'm like yo drake you know what i'm saying got your mom bro <laughs> like, it could get corny kid. It, it, it could get corny they could be playing the drake in the locker room and you're like if he's playing, right. yeah, it's yeah too easy if he makes new music about her that's gonna that's gonna be that's, you can't do that that's bad <laughs> you think he'll do it maybe yeah. come on There's no, <laughs> he's, he's made music about everyone <laughs> Right, 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 right. I think that's a good look for him, though. In terms of the the um, like like culture, he loves ball. We saw what he did with the Raptors. He was pretty much mm-hmm. their mascot. Like he has a son who's playing ball. He wants to be with LeBron. He has his his own little son. Like 
Yeah, I, th- I like the story. I like the. I, I can see it. I can see the vision. I can see what he's doing. You know, yeah, I'm not mad at it either. It, yeah, I could see what Drew is saying in in terms of like it could get tacky. It's like it's like you're you're right on the border of tacky. You're like if you're not if you didn't cross it already. Right, right. Maybe chill out at the games. Maybe you don't come to every game. Yeah, not every game. You could pull up and every game chill. Come on. But LeBron does it though. Because that's his actual kid. That's a son. That's a son. <laughs> that's his real son. Right, right. right. <laughs> no, I mean let's not you know shame the uh, you know what, what's it called the mixed family. We don't you know. I don't know. They're just dating. They're not even like a whole family yet. <laughs> Drake Drake wants to be like LeBron though. Drake wants to be like LeBron. Like, can we? LeBron say wasn't that? built in a day. True, 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 true. These are good thoughts. These are. These are. So maybe it's cap. Hopefully, it doesn't get too tacky. Is our like overall thoughts? Hey, Drake, if you hear this, I'm a fan. <laughs> Real quick, right before we before we dip off this topic, how much do we think Drake spent on this date? That's a good question in terms of like how much is it to rent out Dodger Stadium? Food, rent during uh, baseball season. Yeah. Oh wow, I forgot about that. <laughs> game the same day. <laughs> it's like, nah, we're late because Drake is having dinner. <laughs> Imagine. Hmm. I feel like I wouldn't be surprised that it's more than the rumored 10K. I think I saw 10K somewhere, but I think it could be more. I think so too. It's, it's you're probably looking at ten to fifteen. Ten to fifteen, yeah. Yeah, I could say that. I could see. I don't know. I go out on the limb and say like maybe thirty. Thirty k um, to rent out a whole stadium. I feel like that's kind of pricey. That's nothing though for a multi-million dollar artist. No, it's not. It's not. It's definitely nothing for him to pay. But I feel like it's definitely like a expensive thing. Like I feel like. Or non-guaranteed. Yeah, like think about if you're hosting a birthday party and you're trying to rent out like a restaurant. That's a lot. So a whole stadium, that's got to be like tens of thousands of dollars. Is that the new standard? Like I saw on Twitter that men need to step it up and like start, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what we're doing? We moved from flyouts to renting out the stadium. You know what I mean? Like we graduated. We go on places, you know? We... I think, I think, you know, I don't want to, I think you definitely step up the production value, but I don't think you compare yourself to an entertainer. Right. You know what I mean? That's when you're going to go broke. <laughs> there shouldn't be nobody out here was like, well, Drake renting out a stadium. What you going to do? Like, come on, man. Don't, don't come with that energy. Right. Right. right, right. Uh, know where you're at. That's fair. Moving along though, I'll have Kurt introduce the next point of discussion. Okay, so uh, the Creator uh, released a new album at the end of June, Call Me If You Get Lost. And towards the end of the album, the second to last song. Um, but all throughout the album, he kind of hints at this storyline of him, him and someone else's girl, or him falling in love. And so at the end of the album, he kind of comes clean, this eight-minute song, pouring out all his feelings. Uh, well, com- I wouldn't even say confessing because I'm pretty sure because it, it seemed like they were exchanging. He's exchanged feelings with this person like she has feelings for him as well. But the person that she's with is a friend of Tyler's, according to the story. And he's made it clear, like nothing fabricated. I'm keeping it real. Like this is a real thing that's happening. 
So what interested me um, about this song is like, you could be different characters in this story, right? You can be Tyler, you could be the, the girl's boyfriend. And I'm curious like how you guys would handle this situation from different vantage points. Like say you're friends with someone <laughs> and you're kind of thinking like, yo, does this guy have feelings for my girl? Or you're a friend of someone who is coupled but the girl you have feelings for and she has feelings for you as well like i'm kind of curious to hear how y'all would tackle that yeah i think first like going back to like the album i remember like hearing the song while i was driving and i was like wow like i i don't think i fully understood the context i was like this this joy is fire like the beat the storytelling the rhythm and then i played it back maybe three times after and i was like oh Okay, this oh. is deep. Yeah, this is this is this is deep. This is complex, yeah. and it's long. And then I remember him doing like a asking or answering questions from people on Twitter, and they asked him about it. And he said that he wrote the song earlier that morning, and then just recorded it. I think one take or something like that. Or he tries to do one take with everything, which is even more impressive because that's that's like yeah. raw emotion. That's just like, and it's a it's a seven minute plus yeah, song it's, it's, it's dinner eight yeah so he gives you all the emotions i think that's what i like on the song right he talks about like yo i was wrong you know i shouldn't have done mm -hmm. it but he's also like dang well why was she so open at the same time and he's like dang like this was my friend so it, it's a lot of complexities but i think what i see here was his experience and sometimes the experience is so good that the bro code overrides that and like just doing the right thing overrides that i don't know if y'all have ever been in that situation today but um i just <laughs> <laughs> sound like a preacher i don't know Rev so i just thought that was that was wow. But then I think for me, naturally, I was just like, well, who's the story about? Like, is he ever going to perform it? Like he did a, a show in Brooklyn. He didn't perform that. Obviously, it's a longer song. And what would the music video be like for that one? Because the album conceptually is pretty much about this story and other things. But I don't know if y'all remember the short um, video that he dropped for the album, but it made yeah. more sense after mm -hmm. hearing that song, too. But yeah. Um, those are just my immediate thoughts. I guess what would you do in, in this situation if if you were one of the guys in this situation? Like, I guess first, if you were, let's say you were Tyler in this situation, like, how how do you what what are your ethics in a in a in a situation like that? Are ethics I mean, out the window? I think it's tough because love is is gonna happen. You know, with, with it can happen anywhere, anytime with anybody. Uh, so, you know, you never really know what you're gonna do until you're placed in that situation. You know, obviously there's a million other women in the world that, or, you know, any other, whoever you're looking for. But if I'm Tyler, I don't know. I always picture, Tyler was always painted as this guy who just didn't care about anything. So when I heard this song, it didn't like surprise me per se. So I don't, I don't know what his, you know, capacity for ethics is, 
So <laughs> if I'm if I'm Tyler's friend, like I'm probably going to him and like, yo, bro, like hopefully he reached out to the dude before he put the song out. Like, you know, cause he claimed he tweeted, he was like, yo, this song is hundred percent legit. This is real life. This is my most personal album. So if I'm Tyler, then I probably just kind of, I don't know. I guess you just kind of do, I, I think the biggest thing is just having a conversation and putting everything out there. You know, it's probably going to be the toughest conversation of your life, but uh, I think there's more respect there once you give up that transparency. So, you know, and then again, man, like I'm probably not bringing my girl, a girl around everybody. You know, if I don't trust, if I don't feel like I don't, I can't trust you. Like I'm probably not bringing like my girl around you. <laughs> you know what I mean, like you still have to have that like caution. Like you can't, you can't be bringing your relationship around too many guys, man. Or too many people. Like it starts to get a little, you know, too much energy being shared. So, Dre, Dre, low though, right? Dre, low question. Do do y'all feel like y'all could be in love with someone who's in a relationship? Is it possible? Do do I, you feel not? We ain't gonna get ambiguous. <laughs> Do you feel? <laughs> you try to get, try to open the gate real quick. Is it possible? <laughs> Anything's possible. Anything. <laughs> Do you feel? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think in a perfect world that I respect bro code and I respect all of these, you know, boundaries and things like that. I can't recall a moment where I ever was like, damn, like my boy's girl is bad and I want to act on this. You know what I mean? Like I've never, I can't recall that moment. I think you always have a, uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't recall. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't think so, man. I think for me, if, I think if you, it takes two to tango. So if she's flirting with me, I'm probably going to pull my my bro aside and be like, yo, I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm a snitch. I'm going to be like, yo, I don't feel comfortable. Like, Shorty just said a couple of things that it don't sit well with me. You might want to, you know, talk to her about that. You know, <laughs> I, I'm taking that road, the safer road. Mm -hmm. You snitch, Dre? Would I snitch? Oh, okay. <laughs> Would I snitch? Would I snitch? Uh... Snitching, Dre? <laughs> I think yeah. right, I think all right from from the perspective of Tyler's boy, I think I let her experience what she wants to experience. If it, it's clearly not me, like the relationship or bond that we have may not be not may not be all of it, but I'd want to be able to talk about it, right? Like you done X Y Z with my boy, but let's talk about it. Like why or like where does that fit? with us like I think I'd probably look at it more holistically like what's really going on here and see if there is a real relationship would I snitch I think I would create more boundaries for myself like you have an event she's there I'm not going you know I'm not following her on Instagram blocking her like I think that's how I would do it but would I snitch if it got crazy like she's ringing my doorbell <laughs> then you know yeah i'm taking you know i gotta send like the video so you know where it's at i have to have the proof i'm gonna collect data you know Ooh. then email snitch you know what i'm saying that's how i would do it but not off wow. bat i'm not gonna snitch off bat you snitch it early <laughs> like yo i'm I'm like yo bro like shawty's 
you know what I mean? Before it gets too crazy, because you still want to maintain the friendship. You know what I'm saying? Like, because a lot, nine times out of 10, or sometimes, you know, your, your relationship with, with your boy, you might have known him longer than your girl has known him. So it's like, you, you putting him in a position where now he has to like choose. So it's like, I'm, I'm choosing to preserve the friendship and I'm also worried about his relationship. So it's like, I'll report early, like, yo, if I see these advances, because she could spin it and make it look like you, know, you? that you did it. You know? <laughs> so you got you to gotta strike first. Protection. Yeah. Protection. Yeah. How about you, Kurt? You snitching? Uh, you snitching? It's a good question. Um, where I'm from, snitches get stitches. So I don't know if I'm gonna snitch. Uh, Um, no, but there's a there's a certain level of ethics. I I think I like what you said, Dre, about about building better boundaries. And I think that's something I would do. Sometimes it could be a conversation, but I think it could be like more just me pulling my energy back if I'm noticing that it's going away and it's not sitting right. It's not sitting right with my spirit because it's like. As much as like the feelings might feel good, the intent, the attention might feel good, like it's still gonna be in the back of your mind. Not even in the back; it's gonna be in the front of your mind. Like, all right, this is clearly someone else's girl. So, like, I I feel like it'd be more of a boundary thing. It's gonna be like, out of respect, I'm gonna just pull my energy away. But like to think about, well, I, I see you got a question. But to think about it, and Tyler is in in from Tyler's perspective. He's saying things like, I'd rather hold her hand than have a cool handshake or like things like that made me wonder, like, are they really friends? You know, like him and this guy, like, I don't know if they're really, they're probably not bros. They're probably just cool. Like they're probably like a certain level. I don't want to judge, but you know, it's just like, I, you make a whole song about it on your album. Like, you know, I'm, I, pulling I, up. I'm fighting Tyler. <laughs> but I, I think yeah, it goes I, it goes back to like what you were saying with like the ethics right there's certain people you probably wouldn't like like yo I'm gonna drop your girl home it's like ah, let me Uber her what? you know what I'm saying let me Uber <laughs> her back some people their the trust is not there Tyler has been painted as like a very reckless human I, I think he means well I don't think he doesn't I think he's matured over the years yeah he doesn't he, it's not like he I don't think he doesn't think about it. He certainly wrote a whole song. It's almost <laughs> as if he went to like therapy and he just he's talk, talking to his therapist. But yeah. if you're his boy, you're listening to this. Like, could you forgive? Could you forgive? <laughs> I already told you I gotta fight Tyler. <laughs> we have to fight if you putting out this album. If you if you didn't have the discussion beforehand with me, like yo, bro, like I know we went through that whole thing. Even if even if they happen to still be friends and you make it through that, if you don't tell me like yo, I'm thinking about putting what we you know what we went through like on wax. I'm pulling up to the studio and I'm finding you. <laughs> We're gonna have a conversation. I think it don't have to be a fight, but it has to be a conversation, just man to man, because that's disrespectful. Hmm. I don't know. I'm looking at the lyrics and it just feels like it's a lot, right? That's mm. what I'm saying. Like, But there are updates is- to the story, guys. Oh, is there? So this is, what, this is what makes me think now. Because, okay, so after the song came out, of course, Tyler's stands are pretty out there. So they're like, we got to find out who it is. I think after some scouring the interwebs, people, people figured out that it's this young lady, she's a model. And so I guess people have been 
you know, keeping eyes on it. And it seems like it worked. Like they've been spotted together since the album's been out. So it's like, does this change things now? Because like, we were just talking about like, you can't do a whole song about this. Like, come on, this is breaks the ethics, but you could do a song about it. If you think there's a chance that it might work, like you might hear how I really feel and I might make it so permanent and it might make you to make a different decision. So, but what does that, does that say anything about Tyler as a bro or no? It's like, this is what you love. I mean, he, he mentioned that ASAP Rocky hasn't spoken to him in like five months. So he's somebody that is probably not the best friend. <laughs> Their relationship you know? is, is funny though. They're, <laughs> he's on IG Live. <laughs> he's like, he's, they're doing crazy things. I, I don't know. And ASAP is busy in the Bronx doing oh, he's busy, oh. he's busy. <laughs> <laughs> doing some doing some things you know what I mean but it... <sighs> that's the thing Tyler's core friend group has pretty much stayed with him the whole time like all those guys like Taco Jasper whatever yeah. so it's so? like I feel like he's lost some friends he probably has but I mean like <laughs> his like inner inner circle right has probably stuck around so it's like Did he have an issue with Frank at one point him and Frank are cool. Frank's on the yeah, album. Have... No, he is. What's he... right? He's on. He's at the end of Lemonhead. He's talking. Okay. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they were cooler, he probably would have got a verse. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he's verse heavy. He got Pharrell, his idol. He's good. Nah, <laughs> he's good. He needed Frank. That should have been the last. You know. Imagine Frank Wilshire's on on Wilshire. Sheesh. <laughs> Yo, that would have been crazy if he, did, if he did some vocal. There's probably a version. I wouldn't be surprised. If there's a version? Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he, like, co-wrote or, like, I don't know, advised him on, like, Frank's illest pen in the game. So, yeah. I don't know. This one is tough. But if it worked, I don't think it makes the situation better, though. Like. It's no judgment, but what is this? How do we feel about the stance of the young lady in this story? Because she's in a position to choose as well. And it, it sounded from the songs that she was choosing her boyfriend over Tyler. Mm-hmm. But it seems like in the end result, the tables have turned. So I'm not mad at it. I'm be honest. Okay. Like you gotta sometimes the boyfriend is just like a resume, you know, to get to where you're trying to go. Yo. You know? So it's a placeholder. It, yeah. Wow. It's a placeholder, you yeah. know. So if if it bounces you to where you really want to go. Unfortunately, I don't like the circumstances. It's tough. That's a, you know, when you leave a job, it's like you want it to be like, hey, got two weeks, I got this position. Everyone's like, whoo. Not like, yo, that our competitor, by the way, I'm going to them. <laughs> no, I signed the NDA, but I'm taking my talents there to accept that position that y'all hate. That feels a little like blindsiding, but. I think for the other guy involved, he can find someone that's more suited for him. And, you know, she did call him when she got lost. So I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you say it so many times, you got to do it. Someone had to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you get DJ Drama to yell it. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll make the call. I'll make the call. <laughs> My thing is, if you lose your girl that's Tyler the Creator, you probably never had her in the first place. 
You gotta break that down, bro. Break that down. Wow, wow. I mean, no shade to him. He's a nice dude. I met him before. You know what I mean? Oh, flex. Dude, it was back in like 2013, 2014. But um, he, I mean, Tyler's like not the smoothest guy. Like he's kind of like a odd guy. Like you know, very ambiguous in terms of we don't even know like what he likes. You know what I'm saying? Like so, I was surprised when you know the the muse was a woman. Like, I don't, you know, we don't know what we think of Tyler's sexuality. He's, um, he says he also hints at other things. So he's like, men and right, women, that's what I'm saying. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. He, so we yeah, don't know. He's, he's such a, a, like, he's not a serious person that you never know when he's serious. So I don't know how that could be attractive. Mystery, mystery though. He, I mean, let's not, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think this guy, he flexes about it. He's like, you know, he has, um, his clothing line. He has the Converse. He's directing films. He's, he's got a lot going for him. He's scoring stuff. The style is getting crazy. Like he's doing IG lives and like what, like a Bentley. Like he's he's doing good. The man's just doing good for himself for his age, and he's following his dreams. I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if I lost my girl to Tyler. <laughs> like Tyler is. He's on that status of Pharrell and all of them. Like, I feel like he's different, man. But he's not. I could I, see if I lost my girl to Pharrell, but I right, cool. That's Pharrell. Tyler, uh, I still cool. don't see him as like a smooth guy. Like, well, the thing is, you don't have to be. Mm-hmm. He don't have yeah. to be because I feel like his his circle is probably so niche that even like he says it in the song about like how him and this girl they vibe, they they twin and they match like. So she's probably already on the same wavelength as him. Like they got the same taste, whatever. <laughs> so if they're already on the same wavelength as just like people, it could happen. Like it could happen where it's like, okay, we have similar tastes. We have similar interests, whatever. We, we kind of have the same humor, whatever it is. Like maybe she's on that wavelength too. Okay. Yeah, that's valid. I can't argue with that. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. It could happen. Yeah, I, I, I like Tyler. I think, listen, if I lost my girl Tyler, yo, you I love the al- yo, I love the album, yo. This song is my favorite, you know? But, it, you know, these things happen. I think don't bring your girl around anyone. I think that's you the... Play it for real, x <laughs> <laughs> You know, people sauce it up. They'll sauce it up. Moving along, though, we do have one final discussion point. True? You want to introduce that? G Herbo, man. This is an interesting guy. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to G Herbo. Um, He's a rapper? Yeah, he's a rapper from Chicago. You know what I mean? Chief Keef adjacent. Uh, you know, but he's recently made headlines, uh, I think a couple of days ago, his girl, Tanya, I think I'm pronouncing her name, Tanya Williams, uh, blocked him on Instagram, uh, after he was seen allegedly, uh, at his ex Ari Fletcher's birthday party. So I just kind of want to unpack that a bit. Like, first of all, are we going to our like ex's birthday party while we're in a relationship? Is that kosher? Was he right or wrong for that? Well, he he pulled up without his current partner. Right. So it's low-key like kind of a sneaky link, no? I mean, it's <laughs> it depends on it depends on what the dynamic is, but it's 
it could be it could be seen that way um as a sneaky link and i guess if like if you know your girl would have an issue with it then yeah you're you're in trouble mm. that's a good definition point hmm. yeah i i and i think the he wasn't even trying to hide that he was there like you know you got people recording he's just like hey it's me g herbo you know so he, he seemed very like nonchalant about the whole situation and you know, people noticed like afterwards that she had unfollowed him or blocked him or something, but she commented saying like kind of clearing things up a bit. Well, not really, but I guess kind of being coy. She's like, that's still my man. He just blocked. Nothing to see here, you know, underneath the shade room post. So like, is that a relationship status? Like, yo, he's my man, but he's blocked. Let me see here. That's single taken blocked. Wow, <laughs> single ish block. Yeah, wow, that's that's complicated ish. I don't know. That's tough. That just seems mad toxic, bro. Like, so he claims he went on like a a, a radio show, I think today or yesterday, and they asked him about it. And he was just like, "Oh, um, I was playing with her on Instagram, and like she didn't like that, so she blocked me." So he he made it seem like the two weren't correlated. <laughs> <laughs> like he kind of just played it off like oh like she blocked me for something else but you know this dude i believe he has a kid with ari fletcher and he has a kid with his you know current girlfriend so i don't know i think if you're not on good terms then and if you want to go to a party like your ex's party while you're in a relationship i think there's ways that you can do that without you know upsetting your your current partner what do you guys think it feels like an entanglement Feels like they need a red table to clear mm. this up. It feels messy for no reason, actually. I think that it doesn't need a red table. It just feels messy for no reason. Those are my thoughts. Could you could you block in a relationship and still stay in the relationship? I may have may not have reached that point. Let's go. <laughs> At one point. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Give back, give back, <laughs> give back. Is that a foul? Wow. That's not a foul. <laughs> Damn, that's going to be a highlight. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. No, I mean, I think that's, I, I think probably when I was having issues, like that was, we might have blocked each other or in the relationship, but things probably surely ended, ended shortly after that. But I think, I don't know. I think if someone angers you, to the point where like you have to block them on IG. There's probably some serious conversations that need to be had, um, or you know maybe you just do it and bounce back from it. And like okay, I, I'll unblock you next week. Like you're maybe it's like a timeout. Like you're on a punishment. What if it's like a thing of like there's no trouble, but I just don't like what you post. <laughs> I don't think you could. You, you can't do that. We need the visibility and support, and we need no speculation. So. I think the block, what are you blocking me from seeing? You know, like what's going on the other side? Like blocking your blessings. Yeah, blocking the vision. Like you <laughs> building a whole home with someone else, and then you get a song like Wheelchair. So <laughs> you, you I don't know. I don't I'm not a fan of the block if I'm in the relationship. Like yeah. it's almost like when you're a basketball player, like you have to follow your team. It's just in the contract. When you leave the team or you're about to leave the team, you're gonna follow. You, you know, I mean, you change your bio, you do all that. That's fine. But while you're playing in the league, you're on the Knicks, 
follow the Knicks. That's just how I play. You think interact. Chris Stapps, Porzingis, like, unfollow, like, while he was still on the team or something? Or was Did he? I feel like a few people have done it. Yeah. But that's when they were ready to leave, though. No? Yeah, they don't stay on the team after, I don't think. Yeah. Or maybe Giannis did it once, too. I think just to put pressure, because they know Twitter Twitter goes crazy. Like, yo, like the minute they do it, I don't know how they find out. Like, oh, he'll follow this person. Like, oh, man. Okay. There's just always somebody checking. <laughs> like, <to> see. <laughs> <laughs> they got alerts. Word. <laughs> oh, man. Could you enter a new situation? I got all the questions tonight. Yeah, could, sure. you, could you enter a new situation and never follow? Like do a mutual no follow. We don't follow each other. Yeah, I can do that. Mm. That's where I, that's where <laughs> I want to go. That that's where I want to go. That's where I want to okay. go with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Say more about that. I'm curious. Like I just want to. I, I feel found. Like, I, I, I feel like I want the love to be so good in presence that I don't care about the media. Like you're gonna think twice about the DM because what you got is so full. That's that's what I want so full so full right like i just want that to be the thing how about you mm. you think you could do that like a no follow no follow i could do it yeah private private page though she'd have a private page so you can't there's no visibility you can't just be seeing that's a tough one <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like because i want to like you know for reasons to like i, I gotta see what's but i'd like i'd want to see what what you're posting in a sense right. of just like I just want to see <laughs> like it's like not that big of a deal but i could do a no follow i feel like it's one of those futuristic concepts of like you know living together but doing different rooms or whatever like it's not it's not the same but it pretty much we're all on social media we're all on in some way shape or form we're all on the internet so it's like maybe it's a thing where it's like you know a part of your boundaries is to just not share that with your partner i don't know i'm not saying this is me but like in terms of like could i could i do a situation where it's a no follow yeah i could do it yeah mm. i think i mean i i, I want to get to a point where instagram is like not a factor in a relationship yeah. mm -hmm. and i think the best way to get to that is to kind of take the power out of it in a relationship it has too much power. I think we got to take power back from social media and pour it back into reality. And with these, you know, I mean, look, look at, look at G Herbo, right? He had people speculating that like, oh, like him and his girl about to break up because they unfought, like she has them blocked. That's, that's the internet. Like, why is that correlated to real life? So I think we have to just take a little bit of the power away from social media. And I think that kind of showing that, okay, this is not an issue. You don't have to worry about me cheating here. You don't have to worry about me. You don't have to feel away because I'm not posting you. Like it just, it's, it's too much. It's too much. Those are good points. I do think that there's a lot of power in social media and I don't know. I think, I think, perhaps like were these do we welcome though if we take the power out of it more surveillance in real life and are we more comfortable with that what you do know? you mean like so like if it's not a thing of like 
you're not liking my posts or you're posting stories or you're acting weird in the comments? Is it like, you know, you're out in public, there's more questions about what you're doing. I feel like you can't ever run away from some kind of surveillance, you know? I mean, that that's, a, that's another thing. And I feel like we kind of have an unhealthy amount of ways that in which we can contact somebody. So I, I also think we have to pull back on that too. Like you can text me, you can hit me in the DMs on, on Instagram. You can mention me, mention me on Twitter. You can send me a TikTok of you doing something. Like you can email me. It's too many. And I, the list goes on. So I think that we, again, taking power back from something that's not reality and adding more presence in reality. I like that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, surveillance is a tricky thing. Um, I don't really like that term. <laughs> like, Damn, have you been surveilled? <laughs> don't sit right in my spirit. Don't sit right in my spirit. Because it feels like a breach of a breach of privacy. It's like you, you may be recorded. Like you know, like, <laughs> like I, I don't like that. But I, I, I think I think it's like you guys have been saying about just focusing the energy on on where on you know present life. I feel like that's where the that's where the real value is and that's where the true core of the relationship will be and you know i'm seeing it with like younger people because younger people have probably even a deeper attachment than you know we have to these apps and to these mediums so it's like to them it probably hits a little stronger when you're not getting likes and i feel like it's too bad i feel like I, hopefully we didn't wire them that way to feel like they had to like look at all that stuff as their actual value or worth as people or just in the relationship. So like, I, I, I hope that we can set a, a new precedent where it's just like, no, these in-person interactions also matter. And like how we vibe um, as people should matter more than just like what, what social media activities hit or don't. That's well said. No, I think that's good. Like, because surveillance is often a bigger issue, right? Like either an insecurity, mistrust, you name it. Like there's multiple reasons why you feel, and some people do deserve extra eyes, like, you know, but I think, is it a healthy way? I don't know. Going back to last week's episode of like detachment, like it should be more about like, I trust you and love you so much that you will do the right thing in the name of love in the name of this relationship, but that doesn't always happen. It's it's a tricky thing. I don't like surveillance though either. It's it's a abolish the word surveillance. Twenty twenty one. That's where I'm at with it. So I think moving along to after talking about pop culture, we have some reflection tidbits. And um, last week or two weeks ago, rather, when we did the views from the sixth episode. And we discussed uh, what it is to to date as a six-feet man, you know? And I think that that was a historical episode for many reasons. And we are all, like, height-friendly. Like, we are, you know know what I mean? Like, it's not just about the six feet. Like, I just want y'all to know. But we got some feedback, right? And this was specifically to... To Drew's point where he mentioned he likes a girl who can eat at the restaurant. Oh, snap. 
I believe Brendan backed me up on that too. I think he's the one that brought it up too. So you know, <laughs> let's keep that in mind for let's, context. Let's, let's phone Brandon in on this joint. All right. Let's phone, so, him in, phone, <laughs> in. phone a friend. Yeah. So, so the text that I got was you guys talk about loving that a woman eats on a date, but what if she's on a diet? I notice men love beautiful women, but are kind of not aware of some of the territory that it comes with it. Like if she's slim with clear skin, she may not eat particular things that get in her way. So, you know, I think it's a good point because we like to reflect and be open and have good discussions. True. We don't have Brandon here today, but what, what do you take from that? Uh, first of all, I want to thank, you know, that, that the young lady who, you know, voiced her opinion. We love this feedback and uh, getting, we love viewers so and listeners, so thank you for that. Um, but I think I wasn't thinking about the deeper, you know, uh, diets and restrictions and things like that when I was making that that point I think for me it was more so of just like just understanding that I am someone who appreciates like you know when someone just has a a healthy appetite because I do I love I consider myself a foodie so it's it's not it's no like oh like this girl is is not eating like throw her away like it's not like nothing like that bro like it you know it's I, I, yeah, so I, I, I'm not, you know, wasn't trying to offend anybody. So I feel like Stephen A. Smith right now. Like, (laughs) 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 but that's a good point. You know, I think a lot of people have dietary restrictions, you know, I have, I have cousins and, you know, relatives that, you know, some are vegan and some are, uh, you know, vegetarian and some are pescatarian, whatever. So you know, if you, if you, you have a specific diet, then I'm not going to shame you if I'm sitting across from you in a date, like, oh, why aren't you eating your, your uh, steak? Like, oh, I'm a vegan. Oh, my bad. Like, I, and I think you want to know that before. Why order steak? Sometimes they be ordering stuff and it's like, come on, man. Why you order that? Performance. Oh, it look good. For the flex. That's why I'm trying to for, shut for it down. The, shut try to shut, down, <laughs> shut the flex down. Shut the flex down. <laughs> wow. No, you know what? Like, To help even contextualize that even more, I feel like you were more from the episode I got was that you were referencing you like people who eat like that's just something you do enjoy, like you mentioned just now. And I don't think that the person has to be like chowing down the first date. But if you do three dates, maybe there is like a course where they do eat and they feel fulfilled. You know, I think there could be moments like that, like. Is it every day we're just drinking like ice and water and a lemon and a and a boiled egg? Like that might not be as I don't know. Maybe the relationship or dating experience doesn't go further because you feel like, dang, I'm like an adult and this person's not quite eating as much as I am. But I definitely do understand diet restrictions too, to keep that lean figure that people want. But um, you know. I'm not a body shamer, so be who you want to be. You know, if you want to eat, you want to eat. If you don't, you don't. All bodies are appreciated on the podcast. You know, we are not shaming, no body shamers here. But uh, I think, 
you know, and just real quick, like, I don't know, I don't, for me, like, I want to date somebody who has a similar diet to me. Like, I don't, you know, if we want to order out, it it can't be like, oh, I'm vegetarian. Like, oh, you're pescatarian. Oh, you're a meat eater. You're this. I want to be on the same page because I feel like eating together is a love language. So So sharing meals. No, but is being vegan a deal breaker to you? To both I wouldn't of y'all. personally. I wouldn't personally date a vegan. Kurt, I would. I I think the thing is though. Kurt's gonna get so much love in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, this Drew guy. Run it up. Run it up. <laughs> Run it up. We He's go. No good. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, well, I, it, it's funny you guys ask because I was gonna I was gonna ask that like as a question like, is it a difference if someone wants to impose their diet onto you? It's just because it's like me saying I would date someone with a different diet is me is because like I'm open to like I'm open to new ways of eating. <laughs> There's no fancy way to say that, but like um, let's say if someone is like super plant based and they they're just like you know adamant about it like and you're not naturally like how would you do you find ways to integrate or do you do you feel like it it, it could be a deal breaker i mean i i think when i say i'm not going to date a vegan that's such because it's such on the opposite spectrum of of diet for me like i'm not a vegan like i'm almost maybe a i can be pescatarian throughout the weekend and sometimes i'll eat like chicken so yeah. to go from that to vegan, that's like hot and cold. So it just wouldn't work out for me. Um, but I've dated a vegetarian before because I can be vegetarian. I can eat a meal without meat. You know what I'm saying? Like eating a meal without cheese and other whatever vegans do. Like it's not, it's not, it's, it's a lot. It's extreme for me. So I probably wouldn't, like I've dated, I've dated vegetarian and, you know, a lot of times like I would, because I didn't, I didn't want her to feel uncomfortable. I just wouldn't eat meat around her. And then come to find out, like, she didn't really care. She'd be like, yo, order meat. I don't care. Like, I'm not, like, going to shame you. So I think that's important, too. As long as you're not shaming people and, like, being like, oh, why are you eating this? And, you know, you shouldn't eat that because blah, blah, blah. Like, nobody want to hear that, man. We all adults eat what you want to eat. And, you know, I think you can try to help people with their diet and be like, hey, like, this might be better for you if you try this. Yeah, I think I would be open to other forms of eating, like, um, just to see how I would experience. But I'd also imagine what you're saying, Drew, it could be a little tricky. If you really want a burger and they're like, let's do the impossible burger, you know, like. Which is good. By the way, it's a good burger. Yeah, but it's not a burger, right? It's not. It's not (laughs) quite the. It's not quite the experience that maybe that we're kind of used to, or that one would be used to. But um, I think having a level of openness would be good. It doesn't have to be a deal breaker, but it could be tricky. Or depending on where you live, you gotta you know think about good vegan spots. But it also makes things more creative. Maybe you're gonna cook more you're gonna do a couple different things you know it could prolong your health like you know there could be some advantages but just just depends it's not a bad it's not a bad thing yeah i agree to me it's just all about as long as there are no projections but the thing is it's like it's tricky especially because you know we're caribbean so it's like there's a lot of good caribbean food and it's like 
a lot of that is meat based and there are but there are other options that aren't but you know it's kind of tough if you if you want to take someone to your side of the, the woods and they're not but it could it, there's ways around it i think i would open with being flex flexitarian and then like yeah i think i would yeah i'll try to keep the flex like i'd be open to doing like the vegan you know yeah more times than not and then like you know still doing my jerk chicken on the side every now and then but i know some people are very specific about it they're like no beef like mm-hmm. you know they have to day vegan to vegan like that is like a thing so i do respect it you know? yeah respect is 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 key i think yeah i think the last thing i had was just i wanted to see if there were any weekly downloads or thoughts that have been brewing on your mind that any of you want to share? I know you got something, Dre. I think I'm good. I, do I have anything? Not, you know what? I had a conversation with a, a, a friend, and she had mentioned, I kind of wanted to get like a good synopsis of like where I've been dating-wise, right? And she identified some patterns. She's like, yo, you're spinning the block too much. And I was like, ah, I never really noticed this. And she broke it down to me in like really good ways. It's like, this is where you don't spin the block and this is why. And it's, it's had me meditate on the conversation for a bit. And I realized I can't be spinning the block no more. So I'm a one take Dre from this point forward. There's no going back, it's just, for our listeners, can you break down what uh, spin the block means? Yeah, spin the block is like you you kind of see what's going on in a situation in a dating space or whatever. And then whatever, let's say it doesn't work out or the interest isn't where you thought it was. And then maybe you go back at another point just to see, you know, is there a new owner? Is there new tables like on the block? Like is there new people? And I found that, like, energetically, it's never the same the second time. Um, You know, and that's okay. So I just realized, for me, I can't keep allowing that level of access. So I won't be spinning the block anymore. I'll I'll see what happens. Hmm. Interesting. That's deep. Do you feel It's like I don't got a Google Maps or something. I'm acting crazy, yo. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I, so I guess just like what does spinning the block less look like? If if it's just like the minute it doesn't work out, just leaving it there. Yeah, I think from like dating spaces, because I think we have to really like trust how we feel, right? Like when we maneuver through a situation and it doesn't end right, we have to trust. Like, all right, I don't feel highly about this thing, or it's not working out all right, I got to position myself outwards and I got to find something that works for me. Um, But, you know, spinning the block, like I don't have GPS where, you know, Google Maps is saying, make a right here, make a right here. And I'm just, it's just, it's not good. You know, we're wasting gas, we're wasting resources. And in the time you're spinning block, you're spinning the block, you could have been in a new direction, you know, farther away from, where you're rotating around. So it was it was a good meditation for me to think about, you know, 
and really to trust the abundance. Because almost like spinning the block is like not really trusting that there's more, you know? Yeah. That's a very good point. I mean, dating is so like, <laughs> like you really could just end up anywhere if you're not, you know, not setting boundaries, uh, you're not um, respecting other people's boundaries um, and, and just realizing kind of having that, that compass to guide you like where you want to be. So that's why it's so important to kind of do that individual work first, like before you uh, jump into anything, you know, uh, you know, Dre's singleness is currency pod. Again, it's something we always reference because it's such a, um, it's such an important thing to remember. You know what I'm saying? Because you are single before you get into a relationship. So you have to do that that work first before you bring somebody else in. So um, yeah, I don't want to preach too much, but that's, that's, that's how I feel. Do you have any downloads or reflections, Drew? I kind of want to talk about like, I know we talked about like flyouts and things like that, but one thing I think about is like, you know, what if, what about connections that aren't local? You know what I mean? Like, how do you feel about connections that are, that are not within arm's reach? Like, do you, do you shy away from them or do you embrace them and, and allow them to like simmer and like cultivate? How do you guys feel? Hmm. From the guy who's experienced a lot of the the distance, the mileage. Right, you're the distance guy. Oh, man. <laughs> Not emotionally distant, y'all. I mean, just distant <laughs> and presence. But I think sometimes, like, for me, I notice distance helps keep, like, the mystery alive a little bit. Like, it's more of a sensation. Um, but, like, that's me not ever having not ever but not having a lot of opportunity to experience convenience of like yeah let's do this you're five minutes away bam boom boom i think there has to be a point of realism like where is this gonna align like maybe it's not connected right now but is there a potential where it could and are you open to it becoming but i think i don't think it hurts to build firm relationships from a distance and seeing how this person is. And then you do like maybe a quick fly out meetup and then you decide if it's worth like a full contract, like Jersey, figuring out the team, all that. Like, those are my thoughts. Yeah. I think sometimes, sometimes one of your greatest tools can, can be outsourcing because what if you're just not moved by what's around you, but you see that there's potential with someone who might be not in the closest proximity as you? Do you deny that connection or or do you just like, you know, stay for what's near? And I feel like for me, it, I really agree with what Dre said in terms of like, you know, you want to create realism and see like if there is potential for us to have more in-person data, then let's do it. But if we can really make something if we if we have a if we're able to cultivate real connection but we just don't happen to be in the same location like i feel like as long as there's space to make that happen outsource is there 
a boundary on how far though that's a good question i was thinking about that <laughs> like could you shoot could you shoot your shot with someone out of the country like argentina that's deep that's, that's too far that's too far that's too far that's too far for me man out of the country you gotta get the visa you got it's a lot it's yeah it's a lot, yeah, it's a lot. it depends if you're like I don't know. I don't think nothing's off the table. I think I would consider it, but it's like, if, is it going to affect our communication? Like, time zone difference. I'm staying up because he's six hours ahead. Like, you know, that might get That's a little. Stricken <laughs> <laughs> Red Bulls, you know what I'm saying? Like, it could, it could get crazy. Yeah. I feel like if the flight to where you are is longer than a flight in state than like a flight to another state i mean like within the country then maybe that's too far like if, if we're going to seven hours like there's no state you could fly to that's seven hours long but like if you're going to seven hours on a on a plane i think that's too i think it's too long but there are some states that are you know seven plus hours that's too long then like, oh, like i mean all flights. right so if it's like a bi-coastal so you're saying like a new york to cali Nah, further five that's five hours right but Wait, further yeah maybe like maybe like hawaii all right oh oh yeah oh, yeah i forgot about hawaii. that's a state shout out yeah, hawaii. yeah 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 shout out hawaii <laughs> <laughs> shout out hawaii <laughs> Man, I think it was like a pastor. Like, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to my wife. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to my wife. Yeah, I'm I'm washing dishes when I get home. Yep, shout out to my wife. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, Hawaii's deep. <laughs> it's deep. It's deep. Fair enough. It's deep. Yeah. But it doesn't for you. Let's say like Africa, Ghana, or something like that. The person is like beautiful. Like, is it not a consideration? I I think you consider it, but I don't know, man. It seems like a lot of like not only just physical boundaries, but cultural too. You know, I've been watching a lot of like catfish like episodes, <laughs> and this one dude like I <laughs> connected with this girl who like she was like lived in Korea or something, so she turned out to be real. But he was like this dude from like, I think he's from California. He's like this thirsty dude that was like really trying to like, he's like, oh man, I love her. Like she's Korean. Like she's like, he was almost like fetishizing her. And she had to like pause and she spoke to one of the hosts and she was just like, he is doing too much. Like, I don't know. And then the host had to explain like, you know, like sometimes American men, you know, some of them could be what we call thirsty. And she should explain to her what thirsty meant. So I think there's a cultural kind of like, you know, lost in translation situation that can happen. So that's what I worry mm. about if I do an international situation. Yeah, that's a big, that's big flight energy. I don't know. <laughs> it might be too much. I think my boundary would be like as East Coast as possible. Like, I mean, if your city is nice, like Seattle or anything like that, I consider it, but if we could stay like no further than like going past Texas, I would like that. Canada. Canada. I think about Canada sometimes. Oh, think about Canada sometimes. 
Views from the six. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Canada's cool. There's no time zone difference. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't be driving, but I would because I don't like, drive. Yeah, I don't like, drive. I don't like, drive. I don't, like, drive. I don't drive. like three hours from Canada, bro. What are you talking like about? That. I'm from the Bronx. Nah, we in the Bronx, yo. We in the BX with it, yo. And I don't drive. Yeah, I don't drive. So like, you know, I would definitely take a plane. I don't drive. Man, if I had a cat on, I'd <laughs> three, three hours, you know, three hours it's probably like six, eight from the Bronx, you know. So, allegedly, you know, that's just that's just the way it is. <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> Moreover, <laughs> furthermore, <laughs> furthermore. <laughs> In other news, <laughs> Jack, I think we're getting. Oh, I think you're getting cut off there. <laughs> Back to you, right? Moving along. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Canada would be cool. It got to be like Canada's big, yo. So it's got to be like right there. Bam, bam. Caribbean, Jamaica. Jamaica mm. would be fun, but I don't know if I want to go. That's a lot of traveling, yo. Pack a pack a barrel, you know. Throw <laughs> <laughs> yourself in the barrel. <laughs> Would you do a Jamaica? Jamaica to New York, Kurt? Yeah, realistically, it's tough. But then I think about like, yo, my parents did it, my grandparents did it, like. Really? Yeah, like there was a time period. I think probably before I was born, where uh, I think my mom came to America before my dad. And I think just for a minute, that's just how it was. They were flying they back work. and forth? I Probably. And then wow. it's like my dad eventually like was able to, you know, come and move. But like, um, and then my grandparents, they just like, they would live different times of the year. Like my grandfather used to come up for the, come here for the summers, but for the rest of the year, he was out there in Jamaica. And then my grandmother would go down and visit sometime, but, but essentially they were they were kind of going doing like a back and forth thing i'm like our grandparents were doing it no social media no phone no texting i mean i'm not saying you know it was all perfect but you know what i'm saying like is it possible it's it's possible with the we got the facetime that's what we got the yeah FaceTime we have more for. resources now yeah i'm in jamaica through the screen you know what i'm saying like Get the rum, get the rum. You drink, yeah. You know, like, I'm in Jamaica too. Got the Zoom backdrop. Yeah, you change your accent. Too. Yeah, while guan, you know, crop top. You know what I'm saying? Mesh, mesh, the mesh. Uh... <laughs> fake dread hat. Wagwan. <laughs> nah, you can't do no fake accents. I'm sorry. Nah, no, fake no, the the fake dread hat. Wagwan. You, know I mean? <laughs> you know, like that could be cool. Uh... <laughs> 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 oh man but yeah all right so we know we have our, our downloads uh we are pro traveling sourcing an energy from a distant space or con what do we think how are we feeling on that uh not opposed to doing it but i think for me it's just not like a a realistic thing like I want I want to be able to like if I want to go see if I if I want to see you I can go see you like 
right the now. Bronx, like the Bronx. The Bronx is far too. You picky guy, man. No Bronx. It's not too close. No, I think you mean the Bronx is doable. You know I mean I've done it? Like it's just it, those Ubers hit different, bro. It's like a sixty dollar Uber. <laughs> well, if you go, everything, everything, the table's prepared. You know what I'm saying? Like it better be. <laughs> it better be at that point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like hell? you're good. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> $60 and I got to buy dinner? What the hell? <laughs> That's a foul? Show up. <laughs> show up in his Popeyes like, damn. <laughs> what I nice. do? Straight up. Get one chicken sandwich, cut it down in half or something. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, all right. So I think, I think, wait, where was I? I'm not spinning the block. That's done. Um, I think that's our reflections and thoughts. We're pro all bodies. We're not trying to shake anyone off the diet. Um, We'll get a comment statement from Brandon clarifying his take. But uh, (laughs) that's that's that. Well, furthermore, peace. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode from Relationship Insurance. You can find us on Instagram at relationship.insurance. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast. Tune in for more episodes.